The Productive Woman, Episode 397. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan, and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Welcome and thank you for joining me. This week, we're going to talk about a way we can use words to refocus our thinking in more productive directions. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 397. So this week, we are talking about mantras. Last week, we talked about a manifesto for a productive life, for a life that matters, uh, as I define it, you know, so that was my sort of personal manifesto and some, some thoughts and ideas and things that matter to me. This week, we're talking about mantras and um, developing personal mantras for personal productivity. So what is a mantra? I looked it up in the dictionary because the word kind of was floating around in my head as I was thinking about this week's episode and what I wanted to talk about. That's the word that sort of popped up for me. But I wanted to go make sure that it meant what I what I thought it meant. And it is originally, and I think mostly thought of in a religious context. So it's originally a word that's used in Hinduism and Buddhism as a word or sound repeated to aid in concentration in meditation. But I use the word, the way I think of it is more the second definition that I found in that same dictionary, which is a statement or a slogan repeated frequently. And it might be, I guess, as I use it in some ways, uh, used interchangeably with affirmation, but to me, it's a little bit different. And uh, one article that I read kind of talked about the differences between uh, mantras and affirmations. And this article, the writer said, what's the difference between a mantra and an affirmation? Your affirmation should be a declaration that either complements who you are as a person or confirms who you want to be. Mantras are chants repeated multiple times during a spiritual session like yoga or meditation. And this writer says mantra means to release the mind in Sanskrit terminology. I'm not thinking of mantras in a religious or spiritual context, but more in the sense of a a statement that's repeated periodically, not a chant. I'm not talking about a chant, and that's not what I'll be talking about as we get into this, but a phrase that you use in certain contexts, and I'll describe that a little more in just a minute. Uh, The way I think of it is words that speak to a certain situation or a certain mindset at a certain time in your life. I loved what uh, one article that I read said, we are the stories we tell ourselves. We are the thoughts we repeat and the words we come to believe. We do not attract that which we want, but that which we are. And I will link to um, this article and some of the others that I'll mention in the show notes in case you want to check them out. 
Another writer uh, from an article, I love the title, 80 Mantras for the Elegant Lady. But in that article, the writer said this, the magic of the mantra is in the repetition. Mantras remind us of our truth, calm us, reassure us, bring us back to the present, and over time, they have the power to change our entire belief system. Instead of allowing your mind to run wild like a loosey-goosey, use a mantra to focus your concentration, to create with ease, to lighten up, and to live life more elegantly. And I really liked that thinking. Part of what got me thinking about this is is sort of reflecting back on something I talked about uh, way back in episode 367. So this was uh, last year sometime, I think, uh, an episode called Using Words Productively. And in that episode, one of the ideas we talked about was using our words to train our mind. And here's what I said back then. Words are what our minds use to create thoughts. Our thoughts create our emotions, which drive our actions, which produce our results. Thoughts are words. Choose them intentionally. Thinking and saying things as simple as I get to versus I have to can make a big difference. It's a subtle change in words and mindset, and we can choose which one we want to have. If you think you can or think you can't, you're right. We can change the way our minds use words by persistent, intentional practice. And, uh, you know, that episode was about something I very much believe, the, the words going through our brains, the stories we tell ourselves make a difference in how we go through life and how productive we are in, in every sense of that word. And so as I said back in episode 367, we can change our, the way our minds use words by persistent, intentional practice. We can be um, more productive in our thinking by being aware of where our thoughts don't serve us, where we are maybe being less than productive, and intentional about taking control of that and changing it. One way to do that I think, is by developing our own mantras. Words or phrases repeated persistently and intentionally to address areas where we want to retrain our thinking. And so I thought I'd share a few that I have developed. I I hadn't really thought of them as mantras, but there are things I say in certain circumstances when my mind is going a direction I don't want it to go. Uh, So I'll share a few of mine and some others that I came across in my research for this episode that I thought were worth maybe incorporating into my own kind of day-to-day life. And so I'm just going to share a few of those uh, in sort of eight areas of, of my thinking that maybe will be useful to you. Uh, So one way I can use a mantra is to train my mind to be present rather than wandering elsewhere. We've talked in the past about, you know, being in the moment, being more present and not um, dwelling on the past or racing ahead to the next thing. And one mantra that could could help there, I've actually found um, very recently in the June issue of Real Simple Magazine, um, 
contributing writer June DeMilo, I think you, you say her name, has a mantra she uses. Uh, I don't think she used the term mantra, but here's what she says to herself when she finds herself sort of wandering away from whatever she's experiencing in the moment. It's simply this, be here now. That can be a mantra when you find yourself in that situation where you're, you're, you're in a place, you're with a person, but you're not really there. Your mind has gone somewhere else. It's, you know, lingering in the past, rethinking something you've done or racing ahead to what's the next thing I have to do to, when you recognize that happening to pause and take a breath and say, be here now. Uh, and I love that one. That's one that uh, I, I'm going to incorporate into my own practice, I guess. A second set of mantras or ideas is are, are some phrases that I use uh, to get myself to do things that are hard for me, or in some cases to endure a difficult situation. And especially the latter, when I, there's something difficult I have to do, one thing that I say to myself is, I can do anything for a while. And that one actually started back when I was having babies. Uh, it was my way of coping with labor um, that, you know, recognizing that contractions are really hard, but they're also in the grand scheme of things pretty short. Most of the time they're anywhere from 30 seconds to a minute, you know, to, uh, you know, as you get into transition toward the end of labor, a minute and a half, which can feel like an eternity, but it's really a short period of time. And that's something I used to say to myself, I can do anything for a while. I, I can't be in, you know, feeling like this indefinitely, but I can do it for 30 seconds. I can do it for a minute and a half. And that became something that I uh, say to myself in other contexts, when I've got to do something that's really hard, I can do this. I can do anything for a while. Another one that I use is this too shall pass. We've all heard people say that, but when I'm in the midst of a difficult situation, something that's, that's hard to bear or, um, just something I I'm, wish I wasn't experiencing, whether it's an illness or just hard work or something crummy that's happening in my life. And I can get just absorbed and miserable in it to stop and, and remind myself this too shall pass. It's not always going to be this hard. It's not always going to be this sad. It's not always going to be this miserable. This will pass and I will smile again. I will be happy again. And when I can say that to myself, I can put things kind of in context. Even the most miserable, unhappy things will pass eventually. Another one that I use, uh, especially to get myself to do things that are difficult for me is, this may sound kind of silly, but this is something I say to myself, I don't have to like it. I just have to do it. And I often say that to myself when it comes time to work out. Uh, and I started saying this back, oh, years ago when I was working with a trainer and, uh, you know, I would, he would have me doing something hard, um, that was hard work for me or, you know, was difficult. And I would say to myself, as I was walking into my workout, I don't have to like it. I just have to do it. Um, and same thing now when I'm walking up the stairs to get on the treadmill, I don't have to like it. 
I just have to do it. And that can apply in other contexts too, getting the documents together for our taxes or, you know, anything that has a, a good reason to be done, something that's important or necessary to be done, but maybe not my favorite thing when I'm in the midst of it. I don't have to like it. I just have to do it. So those are, you know, kind of a category of mantras, I I guess, phrases that I use with myself to redirect my thinking about things that I need to do that are difficult or uh, difficult or unhappy situations that I'm in the midst of. Uh, A third kind of mantra that I use to correct my thinking about time and priorities. When I find myself thinking or saying It's just, I don't have enough time to get everything done I need to do. Uh, And we've all said that, right? And And it feels that way sometimes. What I try to do in that situation and what I encourage you to consider is to take a step back, pause for a moment, maybe take a deep breath and, and say to myself, there is enough time to do what matters most. And I really believe that's true. We, you know, life can get very full and there's so much going on, but there really is enough time to do what matters most. And if we are intentional about it, if we are aware of what we're doing, why we're doing it in any given moment, we can choose to to do something different. If what we're doing now is not... Uh, advancing the things that are the most important to us, our most cherished priorities, we can stop, take a step back and say, why am I doing this? And restructure things so that we can focus our time, our energy, and our attention on the things that matter. Time is a finite resource. I get that. I've said it before. I know it's true. We all have only 24 hours in a day. But There is enough time to do what matters most if we choose to do so. Uh, A a fourth mantra that I have tried to adopt that has been a challenge for me. I have, I think I've said before, I know I've said to people, I think I've said before on this podcast, I am the kind of person who, and I always have been the kind of person who I want everybody to like me and I assume no one does. And I can get really wrapped up in uh, worrying about what other people think of me or of what I'm doing or, you know, whatever. And something that I have over the years tried to incorporate into my thinking when I find myself sort of spinning out, worrying about what other people are going to think is this, what other people think of me is none of my business. And, and I will say that to myself when I realize I'm uh, sort of adjusting my, my actions um, to what I perceive as an audience that's watching me. And, you know, when I think about this in the context of some of the other things I've done, I remember the first time I went to a spin class and I really didn't want to go. I only went because my trainer said I should. And I thought everybody's going to notice how uncoordinated I am and they're going to, you know, think I'm, I'm not very fit because I'll be huffing and puffing and I don't know how the bikes work and everybody's going to be looking at me. Well, I got in there 
you know, I was really worried about that. I put off going to the class because I, of that kind of silly thinking. And I got in there and I got, you know, they showed me how to use the bike and I'm in the midst of the class and I looked around feeling self-conscious and realized nobody's looking at me. They're all just trying to survive the class. They're all just doing their thing. And, you know, so it's an important thing to recognize that most of the time people are more worried about their own thing than they are about you. But even to the extent that people are judging me or thinking ill of me, that's none of my business. That's their thing. That's on them. That's not about me really at all. And so when I find myself sort of worrying about what other people are going to think, this is something that I will say to myself, what other people think of me is none of my business. That's, that's for them to think about. I need to think about what am I thinking of myself? What, how do I feel about what I'm doing and how I'm doing it? instead of worrying about other people's thoughts and opinions. Now, it doesn't mean we don't care if the people who love us think we're doing the wrong thing. Sure, we can talk with those people, but for the most part, most people most people's opinion of what we're doing doesn't actually matter. And uh, I love um, Brene Brown's idea of having a, you know, a small piece of paper you keep in your wallet that's the list of people whose opinions of us actually matter. And it's going to be a pretty short list. You know, whose opinion of me matters? Mike's and my kids. Um, Those are the ones that matter the most. People who care about me and who I know have my best interests at heart. The rest of the people doesn't, it doesn't really matter. But when I'm getting spun out over uh, worrying what other people think, this is a, a mantra that I have struggled to adopt because I do care a lot about what other people think of me. And yet I have to remind myself what other people think of me is none of my business. Another set of things, um, of, of mantras or phrases that I have tried to incorporate into my own thinking when is in the category of when I realize I'm starting to blame somebody else's actions for my emotional state. And this is a hard one lesson for me because as a teenager and a, a, and as a young woman and a newlywed and all of that, I really believed how I, that other people were to blame when I was sad or angry or, you know, whatever I might be thinking. It wasn't until I was much older that I realized that that's simply not true, that I control my own emotional state. I'm in charge of that. And so one of the things I have learned to say to myself is, No one can make me feel anything I don't choose to feel. No matter what somebody else does or says, I get to choose how to respond to it. And I don't mean necessarily respond externally by saying something, but how I respond to it internally, how I feel about it. I can choose to feel sad or insulted or offended or angry or whatever else, but it's not them making me do that. That is my own, uh, that is my own choice. So no one can make me feel anything I don't choose to feel. Another variation of that is I am in charge of my emotions. And this is something I have to remind myself. 
uh, a, a similar way of uh, uh, on a similar idea I saw in an article called Six Mantras Self-Loving Women Practice Regularly. They had a kind of variation of that. I am in control of my actions and emotions. And that is true. Uh, I have to remind myself, though, of that. When I find myself blaming somebody else for making me sad or making me, that made me so mad what he did or what she, she said. Um, no, I chose that. I can choose something else if I don't like that response. If I don't like how I'm feeling, I can choose to feel something different by how I speak to myself and the things I say internally. Uh, sixth area, when I am struggling with feeling inadequate in area in any area of my life, I say something that I have said on this podcast a couple of different times. Uh, often I feel like I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing things right. And I have to uh, step back and, in, and instead of feeling inadequate or like I'm doing life wrong, uh, and that and that that means something about who I am as a person. What I say to myself is what I've said to you in the past. What I do matters, but I am not what I do. I have value. You have value, completely independently f- from the things you do. And I think that's an important thing for all of us to remember. I, I don't know about you, but I tend to fall into. Uh, you know, measuring myself or evaluating myself on uh, the basis of what I'm doing and whether I'm doing doing it right or doing the right things or doing enough. And that's that's not a productive way to think. And so for me, the mantra at that point is to say to myself, again, what I do matters. It does matter what we do, what we bring into the world, what we put out, how we show up. What we do does matter, but I am not what I do. And you are not what you do. You are a a valuable person. You bring value to the world simply by existing. As a sort of subset of that, I loved something I read in that article I mentioned earlier, 80 Mantras for the Elegant Lady. Uh, And one of the mantras she recommends is this, if I say no, the world will not fall apart. And I love that. Some of us have a really hard time saying no to any request that's made of us, to any opportunity put in front of us, even if it means we end up filling up every minute of every day and feeling like we don't have time. And again, I, I you know, refer back to the one I mentioned a little while ago. There is always enough time for what matters most, but it's hard to, to see that if we are always saying yes to everything everyone asks of us or everything we think we ought to be doing, even if it's not something that uh, supports or serves something that really matters to us. To remind ourselves that if I say no, the world will not fall apart. In most cases, someone else will step up and do it. And if no one steps up and does it, that's still not your problem, right? So I love that reminder that we don't have to say yes to everything. 
in that same article that I just mentioned, there was a mantra there that I really liked uh, for the situation when, when I'm feeling kind of bad about myself because of something dumb or regrettable that I've done. When I'm, you know, I can tend to get kind of mired in regrets over things I've done that I wish I hadn't. She recommends this mantra that I am absolutely going to adopt as one of my own. My mistakes do not define me. They show me a better way. So I I just love that. My mistakes do not define me. They show me a better way. We are not what we do, right? We are not the mistakes we've made in our life. Those don't define who we are. If we learn from them, we can, they can show us a better way of living, a better way of doing things. So I think that's probably one that a lot of us can uh, adopt and use to remind ourselves that we all make mistakes. We all do things we wish we hadn't, but our mistakes don't define us. And we can remind ourselves of that. I think that's a very productive use of words. And finally, when a day has been really rough, um, for whatever reason, uh, including if I've disappointed myself by my own choices, I've done something I wish I hadn't, um, you know, and it's just been a crummy day for whatever reason. Uh, I adopt a mantra from from the fictional character Scarlett O'Hara in Gone with the Wind, and that is, tomorrow is another day. We get to start over, right? Every day is a new day, a new opportunity to make better choices, to, um, you know, get, uh, be more of who we want to be. If we feel like we've messed up today, or if it's just been a lousy day because of things that have happened, tomorrow is another day and we can have a better day. We can do better. We can uh, live better in whatever way we feel like we've kind of dropped the ball today. Uh, So reminding ourselves that and saying that to ourselves, tomorrow is another day, uh, can be a really productive way to end a crummy day, right? So those are just some examples of mantras, phrases, whatever, however you want to label them, ways that we can use our words intentionally and on purpose to redirect our thinking when it's going down a non-productive track. Words matter. I I believe that as a lawyer, as a writer, uh, words matter, especially, I believe, the words that we use when we talk to ourselves. And when we are aware that the words we're using are thoughts, you know, words are used to create thoughts. Thoughts are made up of words. And when we are aware that the words we're using don't serve us, we can intentionally choose more productive words to redirect our thinking on more productive lines. And that's, you know, the purpose of of the thinking I'm doing in this episode. I'd love to know what you think. Do you have any mantras, whether you've ever used that phrase to describe them or not, do you have any mantras that you use to reset your thinking when it doesn't serve you, when it's going down an unproductive track? I'd love to hear what those are and how you use them. You can share those in the comments section of the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 397. 
Or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. If you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that's a great place where we can share the, the, our own you know, phrases, mantras uh, that help us to be more productive in our thinking and encourage each other in that way. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can do that by emailing your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I'd love to hear from you. Um, I didn't have a, you know, a, a intentionally didn't have a sponsor for this episode because I wanted to share just a quick word uh, in support of my husband, Mike. He does the audio editing for podcasts, including this one. So he, he does a really great job of making me sound more articulate than I sometimes am. Uh, and uh, does a, a really great job of doing this. But he also does podcast editing for other podcasts, um, for one-time audio messages that people are putting together, and so much more. He, he has a lifetime of experience working in studios, uh, editing audio in various ways. And he's also expanding to do video editing. So if you have a podcast or if you are putting together um, an audio file or audio message of some type, or if you're doing some sort of video thing that needs to be edited, I can recommend him. Now I like him, you know, I'm married to him, but he's, he's very good at what he does. And the other people who he edits podcasts for will tell you the same. I believe he is responsive, careful. He can do very quick turnaround when necessary. He's very supportive of the message and the work of the people whose, whose stuff he edits. And he's, I think, reasonably priced. So if you're, that's something that you might have a need for, check out his website at podcastps.com and uh, see if see what his services are and uh, you know you can talk with him about uh, how it all works that's podcastps.com if you're looking for some audio or even video editing for a project that you're working on and that my friends is it for this episode of the productive woman thank you so much for spending this time with me i hope Uh, you found it encouraging or, you know, maybe inspired you to think about the words that you're using when you talk to yourself. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.